Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews, the founder and chief resilience officer of Asphalus Advisors. Today, we have an experienced guest, an amazing friend, and somebody who I cannot wait to get into this discussion with. And we're going to be talking about how to communicate during difficult times. So let's jump right in and meet our guest. Her name is Jenny Bukot. She is the founder and creative director for Haven Creative. And welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So first, we have to give a shout out. All of the rebranding that you guys have seen on our podcast, guess who did it? Oh, yeah. Thank you. I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah. We did a shout out for you on our rebranding podcast. So um, I love it. Really quickly, can you tell our listeners more about you, how you got into community branding and a little bit about podcast rebranding too, in case people have a question about that? So the business started eight years ago when I moved to Charlotte and truthfully, it was just me and a laptop and my motive was just to have flexibility to be home with my son. But it very quickly grew into an actual agency. And over time, I learned that I enjoyed working with clients that in some sort of way created community in their organization or gave back to community. And so I took a step back and dug deeper into my why and what I love. And I realized that my reason for getting out of bed in the morning is twofold. It was to help other people pursue their passion, but to, to also create communities. So whatever that means, you know, actual towns, counties, and development projects, which are a lot of our, our clients, or people that are looking to create culture inside and around their organization. So at Haven Creative, our mission really is it's a community branding agency, and we solely branched out that way. And we are driven to create inclusive environments that celebrate diversity and creativity. I absolutely love it. And the last podcast we did was What Can You Do About Racism? And I think the day after that podcast, Jenny and I had a meeting on a separate topic, but we were just talking about how the murder of George Floyd has impacted everybody. And Jenny, you and I have always had some really intense, powerful, emotional discussions. Yes, yes. Good. So, that, I, that's why I love our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> right. You asked me an interesting question. Well, what's the risk if people stay silent and they don't speak up? So we got into this conversation and, and that's what sparked us to say, let's do a podcast on how to communicate during difficult times. So listeners, this podcast is going to be real. It's going to be raw. Uh, many mm -hmm. of you have sent us so many notes, especially on social media about how you've appreciated you know, what we've shared about the previous podcast and what can you do about racism. And so this is a continuation of that discussion. So Jenny, why are people challenged with communicating in difficult times? And I will put air quotes around COVID-19 as well as civil unrest because of racial inequality. Sure. We are hit with every possible crisis we can think of and trying to figure out how to communicate. So I think there's that. But I also think we're, there's such a divide in our own leadership we don't know what to do or what to say. You don't want to step on someone's toes, but you also don't want to not acknowledge it and then appear insensitive. And so it's very confusing. And we're even battling, I feel in myself, does it align with my brand? If I want to speak out, how can I speak out with it being authentic? And it's a struggle. And we just really have to do the best we can with the knowledge we have, but we have to say something. And I don't think that being silent is an option. We all have you know, various clients and one of our customers, their leadership team is 
split. And, and the elephant in the room here is politics. Like, let's just be real. It's hard for them to make a decision about what they care about because their views are polar opposites, which is just crazy. What is the risk to your brand about being silent? And why is that a risk? And speaking for how I feel about it, because then it may be not right for everyone, but my perception of it is if you're silent, you're either completely unaware which bothers me as a brand, or you're ignorant, meaning you just don't, you know, you just, again, being aware. And that may be harsh, but that's just how it feels. And I'll go back to Blackout Tuesday, for instance. And this was a struggle for me because I support Black Lives Matter. I'm very open about it. And the reason that I do is because I believe that no lives matter until we think about Black lives. And I struggled with, well, should I say something? I, I, I represent towns and counties and how is it going to appear? But Long story short, I posted the black square on Instagram. I see all these black squares, but then I see someone posting about blueberries they ate that morning. And I was like, are you for real? Like, get out of my feed. I unfollowed so many brands that day because to me appeared insensitive or unaware and just ignorant. But then being that I did post later in that day, a lot of my friends that live in Los Angeles started coming out, you know, three hours after us. And they're saying, stop posting black squares. You're taking away the platform for other people to share their story. So then I stepped back and I think this is where we had the conversation. I was like, I don't know what the hell to do. I don't know what is right, right? <laughs> like, and to that end, I also will say I have a, a lot of police officers that I love and they are dear to my heart. And so I struggled with, well, if I say this, does that mean I don't care about this? What happens is you get paralyzed because you feel like you're not sure even in your own self. Like you said, what can I say to make sure I'm supporting everyone that I love, but also having a stance and giving a voice and giving a platform. So I guess that's where I'm like, we're all trying to figure that out, right? Yeah. So you make a good point about how the, the risk to your brand and the dialogue that we have with ourselves. I've talked to a client in the digital marketing space and they were two employees. And her feedback to me was by the time our CEO sent out an email, I was disappointed at how flat his statement was. He mm. should have just said nothing at all. And then what she shared was they had the audacity to push me normal day-to-day -day marketing content oh, yeah, and not to acknowledge yeah. what was happening. And she said, even conservative brands, and I won't name them, but there are so many conservative brands that have also spoken out about this issue. And she said, it's 2020. If you can't speak up about racial inequality, then why should I do business with you? And so Absolutely. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. My other thing that bothers me is why speak out now? Like, don't jump on just because now it's the thing to do. That also pisses me off. I think, <laughs> sorry, I'm <laughs> very blunt, but I think you have to be authentic to your brand voice. And you can take the example of Ben and Jerry's. They've always been pushing diversity and inclusive environments. For them to speak out initially right away was on brand. And so I think you have to tie back to what is your vision, mission, and values as a company and make sure it aligns because like you said, that message fell flat because it didn't feel authentic. So even if you decide that diversity and inclusion is important or the health and well-being with regards to COVID is important to you as a brand, it's okay to shift. It's okay to be that, that go that route, but you have to do it in an authentic way and know that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to probably flub up, like taking that shift and acknowledging, like you said, instead of saying silent is important, but you also have to do it on brand. Again, I go back to being authentic. And even you mentioned earlier, be, be vulnerable. So what questions are people asking you about how to communicate? Because I know I ask you all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing I hear is, what do I say? How do I say it? Where do I say it? I tie everything back to your brand voice. 
You've got to go back to what's your why as an organization? What is your mission? How do you speak and what's your tone of voice? Because that's all going to help you clarify your message authentic to your audience. Not every platform makes sense for every brand. So really just looking at the platforms that are out there and deciding what aligns with you and what feels right and taking pause. I also think it's super important because everyone asks me, well, should we post regular posts during this time? When, can, when is it safe to start posting? And that's where I say, when you look around you, your influencers and the community, what are they doing? And how can you, if you are a marketing agency, for instance, like we are, how can we then celebrate other creative, diverse marketing agencies and let them have our platform? And I think you and I discussed that as well. It's like give other platforms a voice, but it's still in our realm of creative agency. Yeah. And what Jenny's talking about, there's been some creative brands, specifically white women who have allowed their black women and their network to take over their social media accounts so that their white followers can have some perspective so that they can see and understand different groups of people. When you think about some of the mistakes that you're seeing, what are some of those things that people are making mistakes on about how they're communicating in these latest events in our country? Again, I'll go back to the example when I saw the handful of blueberries on Blackout Tuesday. I was like, are you kidding me? And this, honestly, it goes down to even my friends. You know, I'll see that they're showing their vacation photos. And, and I'm sorry, but I'm struggling with this complete civic undress that's happening, the COVID environment. And if you're completely, you're not acknowledging it, just makes me think you're totally unaware, totally uninformed. And, and I struggle with that. So being aware of what's happening and making sure you're responding to it. I've also seen brands who've scheduled posts in Hootsuite or some other platform and forgot to take them off. That is a huge no-no. Make sure you are checking your content. It's good to prepare and to plan, but if you don't check that back, you can easily get yourself in hot water. A lot of our subscribers, well, number one, we have a global audience. I have had, since our podcast came out about what can you do about racism, I've had people from Africa, from Peru, from all over the world reach out to us on social media. And many of them have been made aware and sometimes because it's either we're, we're conscious or we're unconscious, but all of you that have reached out have appreciated the level of, of authenticity and the desire to have a network of people who will have the dialogue with you. Some black people are like, stop asking me stupid questions. And I'm, I'm one of those people. And then the other side of me is like, but I got to create the space for you to feel comfortable to ask the stupid questions so we can get past the dumb questions and get on to business. And business is, what are we physically going to do about this problem? Because it's not business as usual. And so I say that to say, we've had um, some, some subscribers that are now taking the action that we talked about. Not only did they go back to their families, not only are they looking themselves in the mirror, not only are they doing those things, but they're also bringing it up at work and they're creating racial inequality crisis management drills and they're adding that to their crisis management plans. And so they've been reaching out and asking questions about that. So it wouldn't be a podcast with Jenny if I didn't ask this question. What are the five steps for crisis leaders on how to communicate in difficult times? What are those five steps? Okay. I'll hit on those five steps, but I want to go back to what you just said, because I am one of those people, right? So as, you, as your white friend, I was like, when I first heard Black Lives, I was like, well, I equated it to violence and protests and all this, and I did not understand. And it scared me, and I didn't know what to do, what to act, how to feel, whatever. And so I had to step back and come to grips with my own, not realizing unconscious bias about certain things. And to me, it was really difficult, because I don't consider myself a racist by any means. But, right, you go through this and you're like, holy, I got some work to do. 
if I have work to do and I think I'm celebrating diversity and creating community, think about friends around me that maybe don't have that perspective at all. So I really appreciate that you as my friend, and I can come and ask you those dumb questions and you can help educate me. And I have a safe space to do that in. Like you said, it goes back to that radical candor. If we can have these conversations, that's how we're going to grow and move forward. And from that, I take it as my chance to just, my job is to educate. That's the chalk art of my driveway. And the things that I'm pushing out there is if I can at least educate one other person, then I know I'm making some small difference in a way. So I wanted to hit that first, but then the five steps, you got to be authentic, right? You got to be authentic and you've got to be able to be vulnerable in that, but you can't unless you define your brand voice. Hmm. So defining your brand voice, knowing it really, really well. And if you're in an agency, you better know your client's brand voice and be able to jump in and out of the various ones without flubbing up because that's important. Watching those scheduled posts, making sure that you're, you know, continually on it with that. And when in doubt, cut that out. Sorry, can I say that? You can. <laughs> when in doubt, cut it out. Like if it doesn't feel right and you're about to click send or post it, there's probably a reason there's some, you know, that you should probably cut it out. So that's my tip. Okay. I love that. So what I heard you say today was number one, your mission, your vision, and your values. That plays a lot because who you are in crisis shines brightly for the world to see <laughs> on display. And you've talked about being empathetic a lot. And I think a part of that, from my perspective, is listening. I was on a call last week with a white male who just didn't get it. And I told him, quite frankly, I need you to stop talking. And I need <laughs> you to listen. And I'm Good. serious because yeah, yeah, yeah. respectfully, white men in leadership are accustomed to leading. But you also lead when you're quiet and when you can listen to your people. Because everybody in business wants to solve the problem. This is a 400-year economic multi-trillion dollar problem. And um, he looked at me like how you're looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, it's not my, it's not my job to tell you how to respond to 400 years of it. You know I mean? That's like, that's why I go, yeah, I'm just going to listen. I want to listen and learn and educate and try to support as much as I can. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, I love you. Um, and listeners, what you guys don't know is typically when I call Jenny, about 30 minutes into the call, one of us is crying. That's just. I know. Why is that? <laughs> Because you know what though, like I thoroughly enjoy our conversations. And again, I go back to, man, if you can't have this radical candor and push each other and inspire each other, like to me, it's a boring relationship. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I love it. Yeah. Right. So where can our listeners find you? Maven Jenny on Instagram, Jenny Buchold on LinkedIn. And our, our agency is havencreativeagency.com. Thanks for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with the Disaster Recovery Journal and Asphalus Advisors. Subscribe, share, download, and look out for future episodes.